Hey, what's up, y'all? This is William Zapka. You're listening to Cobra Kai Companion, the podcast. Keep your eyes open for season two, Cobra Kai, April 24th. We'll see you in the dojo. No mercy. Hey, guys, this is Ralph Macchio. Thanks for listening to the Cobra Kai podcast. We're all pumped up for season two coming April 24th. 2019 all 10 episodes you are gonna have so much fun i'm excited to share it with you uh be well till next time Welcome back to another episode of Cobra Kai Companion, and I am Peter, one of the, uh, or half of the, half of the host, I, I guess you can call it that, and the reason I say that because Tom is not joining me on this particular episode, recapping their journey through C2E2 is Brianna and Carrie. Hey, ladies. Hello. So two super fans. I am happy to have you two joining me. One repping that of Johnny Lawrence and the other Daniel LaRusso. Yay. That's <laughs> true. I didn't think about it, but you get both sides of the story this way, I guess. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So you two have a big presence in the social medias, uh, carry much, much more on Instagram and Twitter, right? And yeah. Brianna's yeah, it all over the place. Not on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I I wish that you can just have an account to be in our group, but I I totally get. <laughs> I know. It. Yeah, we're working I, on it. Amy and I are working on it. Okay. I promise. ABS. I, uh, yeah, I thought about it, but I just I don't get Facebook. Like I look at it, and it just I don't, it doesn't make sense to me, really. So I'm gonna stay over in my corner for now. But I totally get we'll it. See. Totally get it. Um, so yeah, you two were among the many in our group. It's crazy. Like I, I think um, there was another member just yesterday posting pictures. I'm like, oh, damn, he went too. Uh, so there was, uh, to my count, two, four, six, I think seven or eight people in our group that actually attended C2E2 because that thread, it, it just kept on going, especially with Amy's picture, you know, her trigger uh, finger, <laughs> you know, to right, take it yeah. all of the pictures. <laughs> but um, yeah, you two went down together. So why don't you just kind of start off with like, uh, you know, pr- preparing, you know, like day one, right? Uh, T minus zero, whatever the expression is. T minus zero at one forty-five a.m.? <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's when Bree finally got to my house. So yeah. that was a little later than expecting, but she made it. And so we were all very happy about that. Most of all me. I hate driving yeah. at night. Yeah, especially through all the construction that's up here. That's never fun. So, yeah, so she got here, quickly showed her to the room, and then went to sleep because we were getting very little sleep as it was. And convention weekends are always the weekends of no sleep mm-hmm. anyway. And I do have to say, going into it, prior experience, particularly with Carrie and myself, <laughs> I wasn't all that worried about going to bed at 2 and getting up at 6.30 because we normally do that on con weekends, but there's usually alcohol involved the night before. Mm. So yes. we were like drinking until 2 a.m. and then up at 6 for breakfast. Um, 
I'm too old for that. Yeah. 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 Me too. Cause that's been like what, 10 years we've been doing that. So (laughs) (laughs) there was not nearly as much drinking this time as there normally is. Um, It wasn't, which I'm okay with actually at this time in my life. Apparently (laughs) we can remember more that way. So yes. Um, Yeah. That's, that's, that was, that was the, um, Night before, that was our preparation. It was basically just drive and sleep. And then you guys ended up taking the train. Yes. Just driving. In, I hate driving in the city, and C2E2 is like right downtown Chicago. Um, plus, parking is ridiculously expensive and just, yeah. If I, if I can avoid driving in Chicago, I will. So, yeah, so there's train stations around here, and then C2E2 actually operates free shuttle buses from both of the train stations that are downtown. So I knew getting there, like, wasn't going to be a problem. We'd have to, you know, make sure the timing of things was fine with then getting the train back. But that way we didn't have to worry about our car and leaving stuff in the car and what was happening with the car and the 8 million other cars that were there. So just nice, easy ride in, no stress. Also, the first time I have ever been on a passenger train in my life. Which is shocking to me because it's a train. Everybody takes a train, <laughs> but apparently not. <laughs> never been on a train, still have never been on an airplane. And at this point in my life, I have no plans to do so either. So Now, what was the anticipation or was there any anxiety on the train on the way to the con? No, none, none. None. What are you talking about? (laughs) No, absolutely not. Everything was totally chill and we were totally fine. Of course. Yeah, sure. Being on our way to meet them. Yes. So obviously this is the first time I'm speaking to the two of you. So I I can't hear their sarcasm yet. So I have to kind of like really (laughs) listen to it. That was absolutely sarcasm. Okay. Yes. That's a hint. That was sarcasm. I was going to say, I was like, no anxiety. Come on. I was texting between, you know, like Brianna stuff. So, uh, so upon your guys' arrival, uh, like what time did you guys arrive? Because I know the lines can get extremely long. Did you guys have to contend with any lines or anything like that? Not really. Security, yeah, security wasn't really super. I mean, it was a long walk. Because yeah. you get in and you go up an escalator and then you go up another escalator and then you go down this big, long line through the metal detector and then all the way around back through this great big, long line again before you even get to the room, which I swear was three and a half miles wide. Oh, um, it's, yeah. It it's was McCormick in Place. McCormick Place is where they have the auto show every year, if that gives you some sense of how big this place is because there's hundreds of cars there that fit in this large space. So it's, it is a very, very, very big space, but they fill it to capacity. So it doesn't feel that big until you start trying to walk from one end to the other. Right. Particularly in combat boots that don't fit real well. That was a bad idea. <laughs> yes. Proper footwear is always good. Oh, oh, absolutely. Um, like I try to wear something like comfortable, you know, just tennis shoes and even, you know, all the standing and walking around. I don't care how comfortable your shoes are. Your feet's going to hurt by the end of the day. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Getting getting on the train at the end of the day was quite an experience. It's like, okay, my knees won't bend. And <laughs> we're getting on the second level this time. And, oh, my God, those are stickers. <laughs> yeah. It was, um, it was entertaining. But we got there. I know we got there late. The boys were already out 
Yeah, it's like by the time we got there. Yeah, probably between ten thirty and eleven. Probably closer to eleven because we were on the train that got in at ten twenty. So then, like the shuttle bus and through everything. So it's probably close to eleven by the time we were actually sort of like into the room and through everything. Right. So then, actually, the first thing we had to do was for our very dear friend Karen. Um, who she ended up having to work that morning, but we had a two o'clock photo off with Paul Rudd. Mm. So we had to like map out for her the walk from the entrance to the photo op area so we could give her directions and how long it was going to take so she could know where she was going. So, but that actually let us sort of walk through the room a bit and see a bunch of vendors and the stuff sort of on the outskirts of the area and sort of just acclimate to being there, which was great, I think. I saw Artist Alley and a whole bunch of artists like Karen Hallian, yes. who I have adored for years, whose booth I never went back to, even though every time I walked down Artist Alley, I went, I've got to stop at Karen Hallian's booth. <sighs> Next year. Next year. Next year. There's always, yeah, um, there's always other cons. Yeah. And then yeah, we found so chairs in the food court, and then yeah. the vodka came out. yes preparations began in earnest for the first face-to-face encounter yeah liquid courage yeah absolutely a little bit well something something about me that doesn't actually come across online or when i'm talking to people that i know very well on the phone i am ridiculously stupidly shy in real life and i don't talk to people In particular, people that I've been admiring from afar, as Dimitri would say, for 35 years. (laughs) Uh, Shout out to Gianni. Petrified. Now, now tell me when did you shoot me the text that was uh, basically a bunch of jargon? You know, you just kind of sent me a text with a bunch of letters and characters that made no sense whatsoever. I had to make sure. Well, I was hoping somebody could find you and make sure you were okay, first off. You know, I I went straight to our group to post that. (laughs) (laughs) Let me, I I believe, if I'm remembering correctly, that was after the first time Ralph spoke to me, but before the first time I spoke to him. Ah, okay. And this is so after the vodka, too. Yes, there was. Yes, it was after some vodka, vanilla vodka, and orange soda, which was in ridiculously yumming together. Mm. Um, and that was after Carrie's first walk up the line with Billy on yes. Friday morning. Yes. And that is her story. <laughs> because I spent well, most of it with my back turned. So she, yes. <laughs> she has to tell <laughs> Because it. Ralph was right there. And if she looked at Billy, she would see Ralph. And she was not ready for that. um so we find our way over there um and we're like well i guess it's time to do this thing and see what happens so we walk up to billy's line first because it's a little shorter and also to give free time to adjust to being just within the aura of ralph macchio so we walk up you know say hi he's like oh hey hi i remember you and i was like you do oh my god he remembers me (laughs) Because I told I, her he was going to, and she did not believe me. Because why would he meet? How many people? Why would he remember me? But I had met him back in August in Indianapolis at Horror Hound, where 
this is probably out there because he retweeted it on Twitter on his birthday, but I went dressed as Johnny from the beginning of episode eight, where they're in doing the junkyard training scene. And so, and we had several lovely conversations there and the photo op was great because he's got the shades on and it's holding my beer can and he just looks so cool. And it was like the best. Um, and I had told him there that they needed to come to Chicago because they've got a lot of fans up here. And he remembered that. He's like, oh, because you're from up here, right? And I was like, I, yes, I am. <laughs> wow. He remembered everything. So, but he's just like the nicest guy ever, as I think anybody who's ever met him would say. And got his autograph and had a lovely chat. And then I walked away and like flailed a bit because, oh, my God. And then we went and got in Ralph's line because he was right there. So let's go do that, too. Now, very important question that's on many, many uh, inquiring minds. How did he smell? Oh, he smells lovely. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's a very, it's a very clean smell. Like, there's probably a little aftershave, but not too much. It's just, he's, yeah. A modest amount of aftershave. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. Doesn't it's know to good. do it. Yeah, okay, I like it. No. And and my my story with Billy isn't so much with him as it is with it, his manager Rick. Um, yes, Rick and, and great. I. Uh, yeah, he is. He's awesome. Both of their managers, Anthony was too. Um, but um, when I went to get this, this was my first autograph with Billy too. I have his autograph from Horror Hounds because I went over there with her, but he spelled my name wrong on the poster that he autographed for me. Oh, in no. August, <laughs> which I actually kind of love because you know, I've got this, you know, poster with my name spelled wrong. You're, you're um, like, you know, I've been meaning to change the spelling of my name anyway, so. <laughs> right, right. I'll just throw some E's in my name and it's okay. Um, but I pulled out of the, the postal envelope, which getting this thing made was a ridiculous ordeal in the first place. I made a poster that's like a book cover for season one. And I took that to have them sign it. I, I, I was kind of hoping in the back of my head the whole time that Hurwitz and Schlossberg and Heald would show up and I could get their signatures on it too. But then, of course, they didn't. But when I handed this to um, Rick, he, he looks down at it and he was pointing at my name on the bottom and he says, this guy. <laughs> and my heart just absolutely dropped. <laughs> And he just, he's like, this guy, this guy, this guy who made this. And I was like, the guy who made this is me. She made it. Yeah. And it was, it was, he, he gave it to Billy and Billy was talking and Rick was talking. And then all of a sudden me standing here with my back to Ralph as much as humanly possible, Billy picks up my poster, turns around and yells, Ralph, look at this. I lost my staring Ralph Macchio right in the eye on accident. <laughs> I'm like, this is not supposed to happen right now. This is I'm not ready for this. So he signed it and we talked and you know it was all awesome and great and I it, thank you for your time and I grabbed my poster and I take off running. Carrie, I believe, got in Ralph's line. I avoided doing so for what, like four hours? Yeah. Oh no, like we, right up until the very end. I, I avoided him. Were you pacing like <laughs> back and forth, practicing your hello for four hours? Is that is that why? No, no, <laughs> no. There was a lot of avoidance 
a lot of cigarettes, some more vodka. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's important. Got to have more vodka. Right. And then Karen got there and there was more vodka. Uh, More vodka. Oh, that's what it was. So Karen is your designated fall breaker, right? So if you fainted, she's there to catch you. Um, No. Karen, (laughs) yeah. yeah. Karen is also, also an enabler. Yeah. <laughs> Karen, gives, Karen gives zero shits about anything. She will talk to anybody like they've been best friends forever, and it's wonderful, but also kind of terrifying. <laughs> right. And she's also um, like the designated healthcare provider. Like when she got there, I gave her my EpiPen in case somebody accidentally put peanut butter in my bag. Uh, I don't know yeah. who would have done that. So, like, um, she had my EpiPen, she had her inhaler, because I forgot my nebulizer, because I'm a dummy, and I'm like, oh, I'm not going to be able to breathe. I'll just, you know, double-dose my albuterol every morning before I get on the train. And then I didn't take it at all. <laughs> yeah, so it was, it was, it was a, a verge of death weekend, all weekend long, sitting at the table with people eating peanut butter check mix. Hmm, who oh, made that? No. <laughs> no, that was the regular check mix. There was no peanut butter in that one. <laughs> and you were fine. You didn't die, so it's okay. I didn't. I didn't. I did not die, so it's all good. Oh, good. So yeah. you're not like the ghost of Crease uh, talking to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> there is no ghost of Crease. He's real and he's sad. <laughs> I don't subscribe to that theory either. Oh, Lord. <laughs> So then Karen got there and I stayed at the table because there was way too much running in bulk. Yes. We were we were very lucky. There happened to be a table sort of right at the end of where their lines were. So we just kind of camped out there all weekend, which is great when we needed a break. Like that just became our table. We'll meet you at the table. Okay, we'll meet you at the table. And everybody knew what we were talking about, which was nice. And, yep. And then we eventually got Bree into Ralph's line. Yep. This is towards the end of the day. Um, as close to the end of the day as yeah. I could possibly make it and still actually be in that line before he left for the day. Yes. That was not avoidance at all. No. No, not at all. That was just, that was the plan from the beginning. Just going right. to wait until the end of the day. And um, let's see. My first, my first encounter, intentional encounter with, Ralph Macchio involved a lot of me staring at my feet, biting my lips with my hair in my face. <laughs> like Cousin It. Okay. Right. Yeah. I have a lot of hair. Okay. I, he does. I have a lot of very long red curly hair with blue stripes in it. Okay. So it's very easy to hide behind. And I did a lot of nodding my head and like, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. And standing there while Karen stood next to me, talking to him about me. Yes. Because he was rightly so gushing over how beautiful the poster is, as he should, because it is beautiful. It is. Um, And yeah, just like talking about the show and about like, we got this whole Miyagi-Do lesson from him, which was like so lovely and warm and just made us all like happy inside. To hear him talking about that, like he, it's not just a movie to him. Like, this is, it was in his real life, I think it comes across that mm-hmm. those lessons that Daniel learned, he really 
puts to use as Ralph Macchio, the person as well. Mm-hmm. And as with every convention, everybody gets their moment with the actors. And, you know, for that one moment, you feel like you are the most important person in the world to them, even though, you know, you're not because there are 60,000 other people in this building with you. But those personal little moments like that, that, you know, they're just for you and you, you don't necessarily want to share, but one that I will, because it was just about the greatest thing I've ever felt in my life when he looked at the poster and we were just talking about the show in general, he looked up at me and he said, but you are Miyagi though, aren't you? Mm. Just like he knew, you yeah. know? And that was, that. it's just like Billy knows that Carrie is Cobra Kai. <laughs> a little obvious Ralph with her knows. though. <laughs> a little, a little well, bit. Just just a little. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> And, you know, after we got back to the table, I'm like, it's really not that big of a stretch. I've got the bone tie on the back of my jacket. I've got, you know, the bone tie on my shirt. It's really not that hard to figure out, but it still, it just made me very happy. And that makes me happy. This story warms my heart. It made me very happy, too. I was like, it's all happening, and it's so wonderful. And, yeah, I was very glad I got to be there to see it all happen in person. Yeah. Yeah. I had this like entourage of people that wanted to be there when I passed out. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't want to be passed out. I, I did because uh, this this was the weekend of my birthday, and I told you that you know at some point I'm gonna you know text you and make sure you're still good, or you know maybe ask somebody to poke you with a stick, make sure you're still alive. So right, and then I send you the equivalent of a key smash on a phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. We, we call that the fangirl flail. When just words, yeah. there are no words. Words don't exist. You just have to go, <laughs> That's what I got. And that's, that's what I pretty close, yeah. Yep. <laughs> and then, that, so that was day one. That was, that was day, day one. one. Yeah. Somehow we never made it to any panels or anything. We just sort of sat there yeah. <laughs> for most of Friday for some reason. Um, what, when did you guys meet up with Amy? Um, Amy was Friday morning. After we did Billy's line, but bef- but before Ralph's, right? Yeah. And then we talked to Amy for about 10, 15 minutes, and she went somewhere. And then like, literally two minutes after Amy left, we turned around, and Aaron was standing behind us. Ah. Yes. Um, and Shannon. And Shannon, yes. Shout out to them. So they, those two missed each other. And then um, I was sending Amy text messages going, hey, you know, Aaron's here and she wants to hook up with you. And like all day Friday, they kept missing each other. Oh, wow. Well, it's a big place. So I can understand that. It is a big place. And we thought it was full Friday, but holy crap. Then Saturday happened. <laughs> then Saturday happened. We, we do have to tell you the public transit in Chicago on the way to McCormick Place Excellent experience almost every time, Sunday morning yeah. being the exception. Yeah. Shuttle bus drivers, fantastic, courteous, friendly, taking selfies with people in costume. They were fantastic. Yeah. The shuttle bus drivers leaving McCormick Place to get us back to Ogilvy <sighs> Station seemed dedicated to making everyone miss their train. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Friday, we made it onto the train, and about 30 seconds later, it started moving. Yeah. Uh, Saturday, closed. like 
on my hair. Door closed. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, we just made it. Saturday, we missed it by about 30 seconds. Like you could see the engine, like the tail end at the end of the tunnel as we ran up the stairs to try and catch it because they just wouldn't leave and wouldn't leave and wouldn't leave. And it's like, we have to train. They said, can you please leave? And they wouldn't <laughs> leave. And yeah, that was lovely. I'll give you five bucks. Can you please just go? <laughs> Yeah. Well, that thirty seconds then cost us cumulatively forty dollars. Oh, yeah. Well, like eighty dollars because then we end because wow. then we by that time up. of night the next train isn't till two hours later. Oh. You don't want to hang out in Ogilvy Station for two hours. That's that's not a good time. So we ended up having to get a lift back to the train station to get my car to then get home. Mm-hmm. Right, so, and half of us took one, and half of us took the other. We we were all going to ride the train together, and we all end up in separate yeah. cars because we're going to different locations. Yeah, because so. we live off the same train line. So yeah. if it had worked, it would have been great. We just stick on the train. She gets off there, we get off there, and the other of us get off there. But that did not happen. So yeah, yeah. So if anyone else had any experiences with McCormick Place's shuttle bus drivers, you are not alone. No, we all missed our trains. Yeah. <sighs> okay, so Saturday. Saturday. More vodka. Um, <laughs> well, this is also <laughs> when I found out that my alarm clock just didn't want to go off in Chicago. Yeah, so I kept having to wake her up every morning, <laughs> which is a good <laughs> thing she was staying with me and not in a hotel like she originally wanted to. I was like, nope, you don't need a hotel. You can stay with me. Right. But in my defense, on Saturday morning, when she woke me up, I rolled over and I lifted my phone up and I showed it to her. And on the screen, my alarm is going off. Wow. But it's not making any noise. Dead silent. Weird. It's not making any noise. <laughs> <laughs> weird. So, completely useless alarm clock on my phone. <sighs> but I have a nine-year-old son. And, you know, children work just as well as alarm clocks as alarm clocks do. Oh, yeah. I, I know a little bit about this. <laughs> Right. Yeah. See, mine are all old enough now that they are ostensibly old enough to get themselves out of bed for school in the morning. <laughs> um, it's a it's a big fat lie. They never actually learn to get themselves out of bed in the morning. I, I don't know how they're going to function as adults, but you know that is neither here nor there. So there was a oh Saturday Saturday morning was the emergency trip to Walgreens too. Oh, yes, the Walgreens Adventures, trying to get extra prints that we were told would be ready at 7.30, but they didn't actually open until 8. What the heck? And we had to catch an 8.20 train, but small-town suburbia, the manager was like, all right, give me a minute, and he was lovely and got the stuff done before the store actually opened so we could be on our way on time. So, so thank shout you, out to manager. the manager. Yes, yeah, so shout out to the manager at the Walgreens. <laughs> yeah, shout out, sir. Good for you. Yeah. So, yeah, so Saturday morning, we kind of split up because that was the morning of the Clueless reunion panel, which I was like, I am going to be there. And I've never um, seen the movie. So and I didn't she's care. never seen the movie, so she didn't care. So um, me and another friend of ours who hadn't been there on Friday, we met up. We made it into the Clueless panel, which was amazing. They're all lovely, and Paul Rudd is just as charming as you think he would be. And you can go watch it on the Sci-Fi Wire YouTube page if you want to catch up on what happened. I, I do, yeah. I'm I'm a big fan of Paul Rudd. I love Clueless. Paul Rudd, I, matter of fact, I, I'm supposed to be reviewing I Love You, Man at some point for my other show. Oh. Yeah. So because Very nice. I think that just uh, had its 10th anniversary. 
I think that's why we're going to be doing it. So little little shameless plug. Yeah. There you go. I will have to check that out. Yeah. She um, definitely will. Again, I've never seen the movie, so I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So Brie was downstairs. I was up there. After that, met back up at the table. And just more adventures with the boys on Saturday for a little yep. bit. Yeah, more uh-huh. autographing adventures. Erin... I had told her because she made the um, hoppy coat for me from Karate Kid Part 2. And that's the red one that D- Daniel wears at the end of the movie. Yes. And I had mentioned to her, oh, God, before we even knew this convention was going to be a thing, back when we were just still acquaintances on Tumblr, you know, we were we were talking about the things that, you know, silly things that we wanted the, the boys to sign if we ever got a chance to meet them kind of thing. And then the prop place on eBay has the actual hoppy he wore screen matched with the fake blood still on it and everything for like a quarter of a million dollars Wow! for the real one. Right. <laughs> so I was, I was joking around and I was like, you know, if I had a quarter million dollars to blow, which of course, if I had a quarter million dollars, I would buy this man's costume. Right. Cause that makes perfect sense. Um, right, right. Don't buy a house. Don't buy seven cars. Buy this, you know, coat. I mean, priorities. Come on. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And and she said, you know, I could make one if you could find fabric. And this was like in August or September. So this was before we ever knew that you know C two E two was going to happen or whatever. And I started just kind of a little bit looking at fabric, looking at fabric, looking at fabric. And after six months came to the conclusion that that fabric never existed and it was made specifically for the costume department for the karate kid part two. So we were never going to be able to recreate that hobby, no matter how badly I wanted to. And then about three weeks, this because I was still going at the time, there was that period of time in the middle where I wasn't, but this was before that. And I was just, for no particular reason, decided to search for fabric again. And I was looking specifically for 1984 vintage silk kimono fabric in Japan. And I found the absolute closest that I had ever seen. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. And I snapped it. I bought the whole roll. It was $32. Oh, wow. That's not bad at all. Yeah. Which is, right. I was... I was absolutely floored. The fabric cost like $32 and then $40 for shipping from Japan. (laughs) (laughs) This was like a a half a million yen or something. And they wouldn't ship it to her house in Canada. They had to ship it to me in Illinois so I could ship it to her in Canada. Okay. Um, And this is all like two weeks before. And it's like, this is never going to work. This is never going to work. This is never going to work. Um, we're going to run out of time. It's not going to happen. And then the day she got the fabric in the mail was the day my world decided to collapse. And no, I'm not going at all. And I became a royal mega raging bitch to everyone. Everyone. Mm, um, I, not me. I, I, I think you were. I was I was so moody and pouty when I thought I wasn't going. I I, so I was I. horrible 
but all this time, Aaron was working on the hoppy anyway, and I oh. didn't know it. And then when four days before the convention, it's suddenly ongoing again, because my father-in-law is an amazing person, and even he noticed what a crazy, insane person I was. Um, after I told Aaron that I was coming, she was like, okay, good, I can show you this then. And she sent me pictures of it. <gasps> nice. And it was already, oh, it's beautiful. And where I was going with the story was when I turned around and she and, Stan, and Shannon were standing behind us, she had it in her hand. Oh, wow. With the bonsai embroidered on the back and the two on the lapels. And I just kind of bounced up and down and screamed <laughs> quietly in my head. I'm sure it was quietly, right, Carrie? I screamed <laughs> yes. quietly. Uh-huh. Yes, very quietly. Nobody heard you at all. It, is okay, that sarcasm? Good. I'm still trying to pick up on no. <laughs> She said sarcastically. Okay. Yes, I may or may not have been the screeching harpy at every point that weekend. And it's an amazing work, too, by Aaron. I've, I've seen the photo. It's, oh, it's beautiful. beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's beautiful. And I wanted her with me when Ralph signed it. And she was like, no, I'm not going. What? <laughs> so yeah. she didn't want to go. Yes, you are. She didn't, she didn't want to go with me. So at one point on Saturday, then, you know, she walked up to the table and I just stood up and grabbed her hand and dragged her. <laughs> and it, and Shannon and and me and Shannon and um, Aaron were in Ralph's line, and Karen and Carrie were in Billy's, and you know the the, the five of us are are talking back and forth across the lines as they're moving forward. We had no idea that Amy was in front of us in Billy's line. Oh wow! Okay, because we hadn't seen her yet. Yeah. Until I turn around and he's doing his thing. Which I will not stomp on her story at all. No. Because we've all seen the video. We all know. But that is Amy's story to tell 100%. Yeah. And and if you want to see the story, it's in our group page. So that's just more incentive for anybody wanting to join. Um, she has said she won't come on to share that story or in any story for that matter. But we're not going to hold her. We'll see. We'll see. She has to. I keep telling her she has to. But I will cop to in that video... On the group page, I will absolutely cop to being the screeching harpy screaming Amy! from the background. <laughs> <laughs> that would be turning around and realizing what she was doing as a bottle cap to hold in my head. So <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will absolutely admit to that one. Saturday was just awesome, just uh, to me anyway. And I didn't do any other panels. I didn't do any other autographs. Um, I didn't go talk to any of the other celebrities. I was there for two people and two people only, and I was perfectly fine with that. Yeah, I, I often wonder, um, currently the Rose City Comic Con here in Portland has not yet announced whether they will be back, and I've tweeted at them. You know, I even tweeted like a gif of people chanting and I said, you know, Cobra Kai, Karate Kid, <laughs> you know, and they, they didn't reply. But, you know, they've announced some people and it's not until September anyway, so there is still some time. But I also plan if they come just to go see them, whether it's the two or the three, you know, including um, Martin Cove, who came last year as well. If it's just them, like, I don't know what else I would do if it was just to go see them. Do I also bring like a lawn chair and just camp out and just... You know, just just watch from afar. You know, as Dimitri would. I I don't know because I w- I wouldn't want to go just you know to get my little time and leave. 
Like, I would only want to go there just to see them, period, all day. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, we totally did not call that table the stalker table, by the way. We did not. No, of course not. No, it was just it was just a a table, and it happened to have a very lovely view. Totally incidental. I think I'm picking up the sarcasm now. Okay, are you getting it? Are you getting it? (laughs) (laughs) The the scenic table. How about that? Yeah. 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 And there, I mean, so we spent our entire lives at that table. So what? Okay, so I need to find me a scenic table. Got it. Yes. I mean, how else are you going to eat your food if you don't have a table? <laughs> also, a the point. two women, the two women who were running Billy and Ralph's lines, were amazing. Oh, yeah. mm. Yes, they were all, absolutely amazing. All the volunteers, everybody at C two E two was so wonderful. Like volunteers can like make or break a con sometimes. Like, but these guys, they were so totally on it. They knew what to do, what they were doing, what their job was. And they kept it running so smoothly, especially the photo op area, which can get like a madhouse. But they were just great. And they were all in a good mood. So we were all in a good mood. And just, yeah, shout out to the volunteers at C2E2. They were a good crowd. Absolutely. And with the photo ops, with me, because I missed, because I'm an idiot, I missed my Saturday photo op with Ralph because I was standing in his autograph line. <laughs> you you well, were holding your waiting spot? Waiting for him or... to get back from oh, the wow. photo op that I was supposed to be at. Yeah, I, I, it was it was awful. Yeah. But they, they swapped and they gave me one on Sunday morning. Awesome. And I ended up at the very, very back of the line because the little piece of paper they had given Karen and told them would get me into the photo op did not. So I had to go all the way back and get an actual ticket with the UPC code on it, uh, which put me at the end of Ralph's line. So I was the last. last person. Right. Well, yeah. Or I, <laughs> what I was telling the, what I was telling the, the line minders was I am the ass end of C2B2. <laughs> um, <laughs> because I was for the rest of the day, because I was the last one in Ralph's. Then I had to go all the way around again, make the big maze. I was the last one for the two of them. And at that point, because I, and I, I like barely got into the line before the line was no longer a line. By the time I got all the way walked around, the man who was running the photo ops, when I walked out from the duel, grabbed my arm and dragged me the wrong direction to put me at the end of Billy's. Huh. So, because if I had gone all the way around again, then they would have sent Billy back to the table before I got there. Yeah. So, it that was fantastic. Yeah. That they, you know, like, hey, you need to be here, and took me there. Oh, that's nice. You know? Yeah. Yeah, but I was the Aspen to C2E2. At C2E2, do they have, like, any signs posted where you couldn't uh, film or take pictures from where you're standing in line or anything like that? Yeah, like um, in the autograph area, sort of like at the the end of where you would walk into line, they have signs up with um, like the times that the actress was supposed to be there. And there is, you know, please no filming or photographs just to make sure, you know, if you do, you're sort of up there where you're supposed to be, you know, getting selfies and stuff like that. So people don't always listen to that, but, you know. Well, yeah, look at all the look at all the photos and videos. Yeah, that were taken in that line. So obviously they yeah. weren't. They 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 did enforce it that they weren't. They weren't super. Me personally, I didn't take any. No, because 
I've been doing this. Our big thing has always been creation cons. And if creation thinks they catch you with a camera standing on a question line or something like that, they will make you go sit down. Yeah. Um, or they will confiscate your, your memory card or whatever. Um, so I'm really leery of doing the sneak, you know, the sneak video or the sneak photos. I, all the ones that I have were taken literally from the second floor of the cafe from above. And they were things that were important to me. Like when Jen met Billy for the first time, she was right at the beginning of his line and I was sitting up above. Oh yeah. And Jen, she was there too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I I still have to edit that for her, but I taped that from above. But it wasn't for Billy. It was because I wanted to see Jen meet him. Yeah. And and give that to her. You know, other than that, no. If I was in that line, my phone was in my pocket. I'm horrible. No, well, I mean, you want to follow the rules because uh, I think the cons, I mean, I, I guess I can't speak for the other ones, but Rose City, the one that I went to last September, that was the first time they really amped up the rules. I had heard from a friend whose wife, uh, she volunteers at those places, and his wife had told him that they will th- uh, throw anybody out that um, they catch taking pictures or filming from the lines. And matter of fact, the day I was there, I think I think they tossed a, a volunteer <laughs> that was doing wow. that. Really? Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm just like, goodness, you know who. They're really strict with these rules, you know. It's um, kind of taken away from the experience, but I, I guess, uh, I, don't, I don't know. Well, and also a lot of that, like with the selfies and the autograph line and things like that, that's how the guys are making money at this. Right. You know, that's their livelihood. That. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's the way I look at it. I'm, I'm not going to do anything that's going to take that away from them. Yeah, I I guess I can so, understand if you're like really abusing that. I mean, it's not even a privilege right now to be able to do that. But I can understand people that are like walking by, you know, the passerbys that are trying to do that stuff. Um, but if you're in line, you're already going to be seeing them. But I, I guess I can understand it too. You know, everyone's kind of paying the same fee, and if somebody else is in line taking all of the pictures, it's not very fair. Right. Right. Yeah, because everybody else is paying, you know, eighty bucks for their selfie and. You know, you're turning backwards, and I say as someone who stood in a line backwards for 45 minutes, but I didn't have my phone out, so <laughs> that doesn't count. Right. <laughs> and then, so so day three, you got your your last photo op, because you missed it the previous day. Yes. Yes. Saturday, Sunday morning, um, as soon as we got there, um, it was champagne, yes. and then some more champagne, and a little bit of orange juice. We, we, have a tra- we have a tradition that Sundays of conventions are mimosa Sundays. Ooh. So, yes, mimosas and slim gin. It's a tradition. Oh, <laughs> we okay. call it I, don't, I, don't, I don't do the slim gin thing. I just, I just do the yeah. thing. <laughs> but, you know, it's Sunday morning. It's Sunday morning brunch. You have mimosas at Sunday morning brunch. We just happen to be brunching at a convention. Now, uh, now, Carrie, we're not going to get into the actual story, but uh, we haven't mentioned it yet. But you are the one who uh, was able to get me the the intros that was played at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, yeah. So, so which day was that that you were able to get those? 
Uh, I got Billy's on Saturday and ended up, ended up getting Ralph's on Sundays just because I wanted to make sure there weren't too many people around. So kind of just depending on what their lines looked like on those days. And Ralph's line was really steady for most of Saturday while Billy's sort of fluctuated a little more. So yeah, so Billy I got on Saturday and then Ralph on Sunday. And then I could kind of use the fact that Billy did it to get Ralph to do it. So I wanted <laughs> to do his first. <laughs> And I think it helped. So, I, a big thank you. I appreciate it. Um, because you sent, did you send both on my birthday? I forget. No, I think you sent one the uh, night before. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you, I sent you. Yeah. Yeah, you sent me Billy's. I think Saturday evening, and then um, Ralph's the, the next day. I'm just like, wow, great birthday gifts. Well, happy birthday, and you're <laughs> very welcome. We all enjoy this podcast so much. It's the least I could do to pay you back for some of the stuff that you've given us oh i appreciate that that's that's very kind of you um i, I got to figure out how to work it into you know the the regular intro you know because how how everyone needs to hear it you know that it's uh, it's just amazing but uh now do, do you have any tidbits from um you know either men uh are you able to share maybe some of the things you guys uh, discussed uh. anything you want bragging rights for <laughs> I mean, Billy um, uh, retweeted a photo of you, you know. Yeah, that's kind of a big one. Um, not really. Okay. That was kind of it. it. was the big story from Friday. was kind of it. Ralph is a lot more sort of like low-key than Billy is. Very lovely and warm and everything. But definitely more low-key than uh, Mr. Zapka is, which is fine. Um, yeah. No, that's kind of it. Well... So, well, I guess it sort of leads into the panel, which was now that we're on Sunday. That's Sunday right. Was panel. That's right. There was a panel and some exclusive footage. Yes. Um, so, before the panel, um, they like to do a little crowd warm-up thing, and they ask the volunteers from the audience to do various games or whatever for free merch and stuff. And they called me up, Ooh. which was cool because I was dressed back in my Johnny cosplay. And the woman who was sort of leading that is a huge Cobra Kai fan. So I got to go up there and do that and got, um, they basically wanted us to do their job for them and run through the crowd handing out free posters, which was interesting. And the, other the, other, the other guy cheated. He just handed the whole stack to one person who then passed them out, which wasn't fair. But we both won because it was Sunday and they just wanted to get rid of their stuff. So I had got a very lovely C2E2 hoodie, which I am actually wearing right now because it is very soft and comfy, cozy and warm. But after the panel, we went back down to get one last autograph and Billy was, I was like, Hey, congratulations. That was a great job. And I was like, Oh my God, he saw me do that. I feel really kind of silly, but Oh my God, thanks. So apparently they were walking and, backstage and, as I ran through the crowd. Right. And, 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 and my biggest claim to fame in the panel is <laughs> at the, um, at, uh, holding up my end of the screeching harpy. Um, the first two, shots of the exclusive, which I will not go into detail on, um, scene that we saw. They showed one shot. They showed another shot. I screamed yes at the top of my lungs and then immediately threw myself to the floor. <laughs> I reached back to grab her because she was like, we were sort of sitting like in front and behind each other. So we were like easier to talk. I reached back. I found out that the floor is concrete and then I bit her. <laughs> I thought I was biting her chair 
Yeah, to keep screaming again because it was a really awesome scene and it made me very, 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 very happy. Um, yes, it's going to make a lot of people very happy. And I bit her. Oh, it's just a finger. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's not peanut butter either, so we're we're okay. Right, mm, it's right. Peanut butter. It's all good. Yeah. So it, I I I haven't watched the panel video yet, actually. So I don't know. I I would imagine that that was completely cut out because, like I said, that yeah. was after the second shot. So we were yeah. already into the clip at that point. So I'm kind of busting myself out because other than the, you know, people in that room, nobody knows I did that till now. Now, now until now, everybody <laughs> knows. Everybody. <laughs> right, right. Well, Amy was at the other end of the row, which I did not even know until after everything broke up and she came back down to us. I was like, I didn't even yeah. know you were there. And she was like, well, I knew you were there. <laughs> well, then why didn't you come say hi? Well, yeah, uh, we had we had spilled alcohol on my hoodie. We had all all kinds of stuff going on out on our end. It was horrible. Yeah. Oh, and then for the question line again, the floor is concrete, and I have basically no kneecaps at this point because I was in a car wreck when I was really really young, and they made us kneel on the floor. Oh wow! Yeah, because well, because the the microphones are like in the aisles between the seats. So if you're going oh. to ask a question, they ask you to just sort of keep low so you don't block the stage for the people that are like behind you, mm. which for many people is probably okay. For many people is not because concrete is really floor. hard. <laughs> yeah. concrete floor with like, and just a thin layer of carpet with absolutely no padding on it. So it's uncomfortable. Yep. And I'm like, well, I could sit because, you know, Carrie was sitting cross-legged and I was like, I could do that. Couldn't get up, but I could sit down. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just like bouncing from chair to chair. And thankfully, all the chairs against the aisle are empty, except for one that had somebody's pizza on it, which I moved out of the way. Um, yeah. As the line moved forward, just moving from chair to chair and trying to keep my head down and stay inconspicuous as I'm doing this, which is ridiculous. You can't be inconspicuous and do that. But, you know. I don't think anybody noticed. I think you're fine. Uh, probably. I hope. Except for the person whose pizza I sat on. Well, they shouldn't have left it on a chair. So that's on them. The panel was awesome. Carrie uh, is the responsible one of the two of us, always. She did her research. She watched it to refresh her memory. I did not. I did. I did watch it. So, again, for listeners, it is available on the Sci-Fi Wire. That's S-Y-F-Y Sci-Fi youtube page so you can go and watch the whole thing minus the exclusive clip which i gotta say their transition from like the interview into the clip was one of the smoothest things i've ever seen usually when that happens it's like oh and hey don't we have a clip yes we do awkward pause while the clip rolls they just somehow the question just led so smoothly into the clip it was fantastic so when you watch it keep an eye out because that was great and and my my personal favorite question, because I am me and I am strange about these things, was when the moderator asked a question about the PTSD that Daniel has to deal with. Yes. Made me so ridiculously happy. Yes. Because to me, that's something that's been blatantly obvious from the beginning of the second episode. 
normal people don't have flashbacks in their car in the middle of the street with people honking at them in downtown LA. He did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to hear the moderator bring that up and then Ralph, you know, address that, yes, this is a thing and that they're going to, you know, delve into it and, and things like that. Vindicated me unlike anything else all weekend long. Because it's like, yes, he's broken. I knew it. I said, now we have proof. He is broken. And it makes me happy. Very broken, yes. So, but a lot uh, of banter, a lot of very cute things. Um, like when it started, Ralph had a hair hanging down in his face, and Billy like mentioned, you know, motioned up, and he pushes his hair back. It, it's like they they like talk to each other constantly without talking to each other. Yeah, you can tell they're definitely very good friends, like outside of work, and so much like just silly, friendly teasing, like you do with people you've been friends with for thirty years that it just sort of makes the show that much better to see they're this awesome and friendly outside of it. And then to see what they do on the show, it's so opposite of how they are in real life. It's amazing. And in the autograph line, like with Billy, when something would strike him that he thought was something Ralph should see, he would go show it to him or, you know, vice versa. When, when someone would bring something to Ralph that he thought Billy would be interested, he would go show him. And it was just, they were, it was the two of them, even though they were in separate lines, you know, it was, it was constantly the two of them. And to me, that's everything because Daniel and Johnny are the show to me. Mm -hmm. Yes. So that, yeah, I like that. Um, I know uh, Carrie was wanting to bring up her favorite question. I would like to just, um, very quick, say that the father and son cosplaying as Johnny and Daniel. Oh my God, the cutest were about, thing! They were ridiculously adorable. That was pretty so cute. Good. I saw that. Yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah. So you know, the full panel's online for people to see. But I think my favorite question, not just because of the question, but because of their response to it. It actually ended up being the last question from the crowd where um, this woman just asked if there had ever been any, like, onset accidents because it's, you know, a very physically intensive thing with the karate and everything, whatever, just any, you know, mishaps and people actually getting hurt and stuff. And Ralph just went, William? (laughs) This is that... <laughs> it was just like that deadpan, like dad voice that people get. And the only thing that had ever happened was I think most of us maybe have heard the story by now about during um, the post Halloween party, like the the fence fight scene, as right. it's known. Yeah. Where it, from the way they were telling it, it was sort of like one of the last shots they were getting where they had filmed a few angles and they were sort of getting the the last few angles and setups of the night and people were tired and it was late and from where they had moved the camera like Billy had needed to then sort of put his foot in a slightly different place and he didn't do that and ended up actually hitting Ralph on one of his kicks and it's apparently the one that ended up actually in the movie am i right brie am i remembering that right that they 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 talk they both say that um avelton liked the way ralph dropped and they yeah. told him it was perfect and asked him to do it again it was it was, and he was like well, no <laughs> yeah 
because I can't do that again because Billy actually hit me. So I don't want to do that again. Poor guy. Um, yeah. yeah. It was just, if it is the shot that made it into the film, she and I both went and looked it up. Yeah. Um, and he does. He drops like a stone. He like, he drops <laughs> so hard. Like, drops. you cannot fake that. He is just out of frame in, like, a split second. So, but it was just the way Ralph said, William, <laughs> like, he was his son who was, like, in trouble. He's, nope, he's, like, he's, it's 30 years later, and he has not let it go at all. <laughs> I bet you any time that scene comes up and he's watching it, he flinches a little bit because he remembers, right? Just like in Cobra Kai, I would imagine. I'm sure, yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of like a shout out to uh, Sensei Ron Thomas, you know, who shared the story about when him and uh, Ralph were brawling on the soccer field, Ralph accidentally hit him, you know, and they didn't break character and they just kept on rolling with it. So, you you know what, I'm I'm Mm -hmm. starting to be convinced that John G. Alvaldson was looking for like the real punches. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe. Right. You never because know. the reactions are realistic, you know. If you're actually getting kicked or elbowed in the face, then you're going to react realistically. Yeah, he, he might have gone to uh, Billy and was like, yeah, can you uh, go ahead and just kick him? No mercy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, you know, doing his best that John Kreese. Um, method acting to the extreme at that point, <laughs> wasn't just it? Love it? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that's, um, that's a great story. And wow. Yep, and that was that was I, I do believe it, there was there was a lot of um, a lot of questions that actually got me to change the one that I was going to ask, which didn't get asked. So, but like every time anyone would ask about a particular move or you know a particular kick or punch or something like that, Billy would say, "Well, do you want Ralph to do it?" You know, like <laughs> trying to yeah to egg him on to you know getting up on the stage and doing it, um, like. That morning in the Q and A with Rick's question about the Ali shuffle and if Ralph yes. can still move his feet that fast, and then he's like, "I can't do it. I'm on carpet." <laughs> yeah, that yeah, the Ali shuffle. It seems like it might be something that might come back. Maybe I don't know. I, I've never seen anyone move their feet as fast as that boy does in that scene. So, yeah, that was that's a great scene, and I I like how it. Kind of ends, you know, with Miyagi uh, pulling him to the ground with his little leg maneuver. Yes. Which it actually took me 35 years to realize that's how Daniel learned to do it to Johnny. Because that's the exact same, the hook in the foot and pulling him down and then smacking him in the back of the head. <laughs> well, there you go. Mind blown. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It took me 35 years to realize that and thousands of viewings. And I finally caught on. That's how he learned that. You know, it's it's funny that I mean you mentioned that I I often think about like some of the people who are like I've watched Back to the Future for thirty five years and I just realized it now says Lone Pine Mall. I'm like, are you kidding me? That's like one of the first things I learned was you know went from Twin Pine to Lone Pine. That's so obvious. How do people miss yeah, that? Yeah, right. Like I, I felt like the staging of Marty standing next to the sign. You know what? Well, let's keep it Cobra Kai. Uh, just anyway. <laughs> I know we kind of share fans. You know the different different fandoms here. Right. But along the same lines, how do people go 35 years not realizing Daniel turned 16 in the first movie? Well, that, and I'll still one-up you. How how do people still not know Jennifer Parker was played by two actresses? 
Right, and to keep it Cobra Kai, one of them is Elizabeth Shue. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> How do you not notice? There's the connection. Exactly. Uh, is <laughs> Were there any other questions that stood out that uh, that was really interesting at all? Uh, maybe anything that they were tight-lipped about uh, in regards to season two? Um, somebody did ask if they could share anything about their favorite season two scenes, and they were like, we can't tell you anything without spoiling everything. <laughs> so I took that to mean there's a lot that happens in season two. Yeah. Right. And there were a lot a of lot. questions about would Johnny and Daniel end up friends and they, they danced around those. Um, yes. Very well. Yeah. Um, well, I've, I've seen uh, Ralph on Dancing with the Stars, so I, I can, I can see him dance around that very well. <laughs> oh, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, actually, uh, my uh, part of my original question was going to include the words, and one of you should have a mirror ball in your office. <laughs> because I, he was robbed. He was robbed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was really good on that and, season. And, and the, 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 the knee injury that like took him out and, and cost him points. I can absolutely feel for it because what he had was a ruptured Baker's fist behind his right knee. Mm. And I know exactly what that is because I have had two of them mm-hmm. and they like show it rupture, you know, during rehearsals. And I, I, I kind of wanted to, to mention it and never got a chance, but he hits the ground just like drops and starts trying to push himself away from his own leg. That pain, I have given birth to four children. That pain behind my knee is the worst thing I have ever felt in my life. Wow. And I couldn't walk for two weeks, and he was up and dancing on it in two days. Wow. That's, uh, yeah. that's some discipline there. Uh, yeah. You know, that, yeah. they, they yeah. always, in the military, they always, you know, t- told us, uh, you know, pain is just in your head. So may- maybe... Uh, so some of that uh, teachings from Miyagi, like you mentioned earlier, uh, he he applied to that too. It's entirely okay. possible. Plus, yeah. he's an entertainer, and he had a show to put on. You yeah, know, the, the green show powder. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the other interesting things was um, they sort of talked about like Daniel and Johnny as people, and Ralph mentioned that if you sort of stripped away the whole Cobra Kai versus Miyagi thing. Daniel and Johnny really are very compatible as people. And that is the word he is compatible, which is really yes. interesting. And that if only they could like get through all the crap that Cobra Kai, just those words Cobra Kai has for both of them, they would both be on the same side, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to be, I think something interesting in season two that might come into play a bit, you know, with Crease coming back and what all that means for them. Just really, they could be friends. They're sort of, it's like, you know, the sort of same, different sides of the same coin kind of thing where if they could just get through all the bullshit that's in the way. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're different but same, right? Yes. Different but same, mm-hmm. for sure, one hundred percent. And their children have horrible timing. Yes. <laughs> 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 
Why did Robbie have to be there? Why time? did Sam have to walk mm-hmm. in? Why did, you know, a thousand things happen because it's drama. Yes. Um, that makes it more interesting. Billy's, Billy's input into that question was that he thought that if they were six, they would be friends. Oh, totally. And yeah. I thought that was interesting because I'm like, well, from where I sit, you are both six. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we could, you know. I think Amanda just needs to lock them in a room together for an hour and make them actually listen to each other. Or maybe at a and dinner I table. Don't I don't know. Right? Breakfast table <laughs> doesn't work real well. Maybe, maybe at a restaurant. Maybe the dinner table will be better. <laughs> yeah, you know, on a date perhaps. I don't know. Maybe I do know. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> uh, any last thoughts before we wrap up this episode? I will say that in all the conventions I have been to in the last 13 years, this was hands down the absolute best experience I have had. It was, I I, I kept saying to Carrie and Karen and and Amy and Aaron and everyone, everyone, like, this is a dream. This cannot be real. I keep waiting to wake up and find out it hasn't happened yet because it was that amazing. And I've, had some incredible convention experiences and met some phenomenal people. But this one meant more than probably all of them combined to me. I got just a taste of it back in September. Um, you know, our experiences were definitely different. I I didn't make a, a badass poster that, you know, went viral amongst, you know, Cobra Kai and Karate Kid fans. But... Uh, I I understand what you mean. You know, those those men, they're 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 pretty guys and they're genuine class acts and all of that. Everything everything everyone says about them is true. Even setting that aside, just you know, even even without the whatever in the poster may have given or whatever. Having the opportunity to meet the man whose face literally wallpapered my bedroom walls when I was a teenager is just like it, it, it's a dream yeah it was it was a dream and it was real and it was phenomenal and to have that live up to whatever expectations there might have been that doesn't always happen and these guys i think meet and exceed any expectation you might have of them yes they are truly amazing people. Yeah. They are. 100%. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Well, ladies, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your amazing experiences. I wish I was there to watch it all. I, I wish I was Brianna in Amy's video. You know, like, Amy! You know, I, I want to be, be standing somewhere... Brianna, Carrie, you know, like, I want to be that. <laughs> I want we to wish have... you were there, too. Uh, we one, day. one day. One day. Uh, yeah. Someday we'll all meet, and it'll be amazing. Yeah, it will be, absolutely. 
well, both of you are very present in social media, like I had mentioned um, earlier, uh, Brianna more so because you are on the Book of Faces. Um, why don't you both plug your Twitters and Instagram so they can check out, you know, some of your rad pictures and, you know, Brianna, your artwork and such. Okay. Carrie, you first. Okay. Um, I am switch eight, four, two, um, after the character in the matrix, the greatest movie ever created on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. So please drop by and say, hi, I'm always there. I'd love to meet new people. Yeah, I, matter of Come fact, I think uh, I think Matrix is about to turn twenty, right? It is, which is just I just nope, I am not ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> I was all like twenty. Holy cow! It it made me feel old. Yes, yes, and that's me. I'm the same thing everywhere because I'm boring like that. No, no consistency. Easier to find, right, Brianna? True. Um, and I am the same. I am Brianna 25 with an H. <laughs> and I have been since, God, 1997. And that is on Twitter and Tumblr and YouTube and Instagram, which I still don't really understand the point of and don't know how it works, but I'm there because everybody told me I needed to be. And then on Facebook, because they don't let you have numbers in your names, I am Brianna Davidson. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, for anybody uh, that does check the show notes, I will hyperlink your guys' names with your Twitter accounts, and I'm sure people can navigate in the interwebs to find all those other places. But again... If you have those apps, you know how to search. And, you know, the two of you are, you know, you you have a certain brand. So it's the same on all platforms. So easy to find. Yes. Oh, and we're both on AO3, too. What is that? (laughs) I said we're both on AO3, too. Yes. That's um, archive of our own. Oh, okay. (laughs) Alrighty. If you have that link, I, I will include that, too. Um, well, for us, uh, you know, you can find us everywhere as well. Unfortunately, we have different user names on different platforms. Uh, it just, you know, if somebody else had Cobra Kai podcast on Twitter, so we are Cobra Kai pod, but we do have Cobra Kai podcast on Instagram, uh, which is a little confusing, but, um, you know, we have some exciting interviews and more bonus content coming in the very near future uh we also have a brand new logo which i believe i've teased in a previous episode or two that brianna here has uh, designed for us along with uh very you know a lot of other things too so brianna i i appreciate your help in in all of that Woohoo! no problem had a blast yeah appreciate it uh tom wasn't able to join us but you can find uh, at least the three of us uh, here in or on Facebook. We have an amazing group page, very active. Just search www.cobrakai.tvamb group, spell out the words period. And uh, I think that's going to do it. You know, if you guys have a couple of minutes, please consider taking the time to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, leave a review if you like. That really helps out our show. So until the next episode, I want to thank my guests again, ladies, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
Thank you for listening to the Court and Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Court and Parts shows, visit courtemparts.com.